It is uh, 6.06 on this Tuesday morning, so uh, former President Donald Trump will make his first court appearance in a federal criminal case today in Miami. Uh, the former U.S. president charged with hoarding top-secret government documents, displaying them to visitors, trying to hide them from investigators who demanded them back. Um, he's saying that he's done nothing wrong as a victim of political prosecution. It's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. Uh, he'll appear in court uh, 1 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. Reggie Cicchini is in Miami uh, this morning. Of course, he is a Global National Washington correspondent. Hi, Reggie. Welcome back to the show. Good morning. So the last time we saw Donald Trump in court, it was a little bit of a circus. What are we expecting in Miami today, Reggie? Well, I mean, it's it's just as much of us talking at least about the media circus uh, <laughs> outside of the court. There are hundreds upon hundreds of members of the media that are lined up here uh, waiting to, to catch a moment uh, that, that is unprecedented in American history. Never before, we've said this once before, never before had a former president been indicted. That was on state level charges in New York. This is now on federal charges. The only difference here is that we're not going to get to see anything on the inside of that court. Federal courts do not allow any kind of transmitting mm. device in there, so we're simply going to rely old school on courtroom sketches here. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, if there's going to be a circus, police say that they're ready for it. So tell us again what Trump is charged with here. So look, there are 37 charges, federal charges, in this indictment linked to, as you had mentioned, his mishandling of classified documents. And we need to point out that some of these documents were so classified that their level of classification were actually classified. That is why there are so many national security experts who say that this was uh, a nightmare scenario. Uh, and the charges are linked to obstruction in trying to, you know, evade uh, investigators and trying to potentially destroy some of these documents before they could be found. Also charges under the Espionage Act in that Donald Trump was willfully retaining uh, matters of national security and, as you had mentioned, showing them off to other people that were at not a secure location, but at his Florida resort. And that's what all of this stems from, is the fact that this has been an ongoing national and federal fight between the Department of Justice and the National Archives to get documents back that were never supposed to have left D.C. It's fascinating that some of the, like you said, some of the documents are so secret, we can't even tell you how secret they are. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of stunning. If anybody else other than Donald Trump was facing these kinds of charges, would there be, it's, it's, it's sort of a different perception, don't you think, Reggie? Yeah, I mean, look, we need to, it's worth pointing out that there is an active investigation underway into President Joe Biden for his retention of documents that were found mm -hmm. at his office and at his homes uh, in Delaware. Uh, and that investigation is still ongoing. It doesn't appear that there's uh, any, you know, uh, uh, kind of expediency to that, that it's going to be uh, wrapping up anytime soon. But you're right. You know, these kind of stories and these kind of scandals, they seem to revolve around one person and one person only. What's different, though, is that, you know, if this were any other president, you know, the, the party may turn on them. In this case, the party still is embracing. The support is still there underneath Donald Trump, and he doesn't appear to be as much of a disadvantage as this is to him, both legally and potentially politically. He's also using this to his advantage. Reggie, what do we know about what will happen inside the courtroom today? So he will be treated, according to uh, to legal experts, like any other accused criminal. He will have uh, the charges read before him. Uh, he will uh, have his fingerprints taken. There's a chance he may have a mugshot. We're not sure on that. But if there is one, it won't be released to the public. Uh, and he will be sitting in, in a courtroom for, for likely more than an hour uh, during this arraignment process. 
beyond that, you know, he's expected to whisk out of here very quickly back to his plane and back to New Jersey, where he will hold a fundraiser later tonight <laughs> and again try to monetize on this situation. But, you know, the 20-kilometer drive from his resort in Doral to, to this, you know, Miami courthouse is, you know, every kilometer he drives is another kilometer closer to him again being in a situation that most political people would not want to find themselves in. Uh, does it work in the federal court, uh, the, the whole idea of bail or concerns about being a flea, uh, you know, a flight risk? Again, coming back to the, if anybody else was charged, would they might have some difficulty getting out uh, after uh, facing the initial charges. Is there any chance of that today? It yeah, seems unlikely. Sure. I mean, it's unlikely that they're going to take his passport away from him or that they're going to restrict his movements, especially because there are real optics challenges here, given the fact that he is the front runner uh, in the Republican race uh, for, for the nomination. And, and to stifle that, you know, the Department of Justice, the special counsel, the administration could face increased um you know, criticism that the, that this could be tied into political interference, despite the fact that you also have legal experts saying that this is a significant and serious set of charges. But because of his political status, there is a bit of water that needs to be weighted here. I don't think we're going to see him restricted, though, from either leaving here or leaving the state. Reggie, um, you know, if at the end of all of this, he's found guilty, not guilty, whatever, can he still run for president? Yeah, and look, he's monetizing on this right now. He's building support. There was some polling that came out over the weekend that, that said that 80% of Republicans, A, don't feel that these charges should have been filed, and B, feel that they are mm-hmm. motivated. And because of that, he is getting a bit of a boost here when it comes to support, not only from the people he's running against, but also from those key uh, voters. But if he were to be convicted... Uh, and, and I mean, as long as this trial is going on, he's not going to be forced to jump out of the race. I mean, look, there's an on, there's an upcoming trial in New York that's not forcing him out of this race mm-hmm. at all. And the Constitution doesn't say anything about, you know, you being incarcerated means that you can't be president. Mm-hmm. He technically okay. could be behind bars and governing. And if he were to win the presidency, he could just simply offer himself a pardon. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of scenarios <laughs> and speculation that we can dance around yeah. here. But ultimately, nothing is going to pull him out of the race except for his own decision. This is all just extraordinary that even... We're discussing some of these these possibilities. Is it, it to me when I look at that the, at the different counts? Uh, there's holding on to the to the information, but there there are seven or six or six counts of things like withholding the document or concealing a document or obstructing justice, uh, scheme to conceal, false statements and representations. Uh, are these the ones that make this? Uh, entirely different and could be considered not politically motivated because of those kinds of charges. Yeah, and I think on that, what is remarkable is a lot of the the evidence that the special counsel gathered for this indictment came from Trier himself. He the, the attorney-client privilege was broken there because of a crime fraud exception. So Donald Trump's attorney and all of his contemporaneous notes had to be given to the grand jury and presented. And that is where the information that there was an attempt here to obstruct, that there was an attempt here to potentially destroy some of these documents, it came directly from Donald Trump's lawyer. And that could be the reason that Trump is having a difficulty expanding his defense team because because experienced defense attorneys don't want to take this case on, understanding that there are risks involved with representing the former president. But some of the, the, the issues that he is facing, yes, they are actions of his own consequences, but they are also actions of the fact that he put these to his lawyer and the trust had to be broken because they felt that a crime had been committed. Mm. All right, Reggie, we'll leave it there this morning. Thanks for the update uh, and uh, we'll look forward to your coverage this afternoon. Thank you for this.
Thank you. Yeah, Global News Washington correspondent Reggie Cicchini joining us from Miami, where uh, former U.S. President Trump will make a court appearance uh, 1 o'clock this 1 afternoon. 1 o'clock Mountain. Our time, 3 o'clock Eastern. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting. Uh, keep you up to date here on 630 Chad.